the Twins win their fourth straight game. It's a 4-2 victory over the Boston Red Sox in the series opener. Gio Urshela, the bullpen, a lot to get to on tonight's Lockdown Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, your team every day. And welcome to another edition of our Locked On Twins postcast. Today is Monday, August 29th. I'm the host of Locked On Twins, Nash Walker, here with writer and reporter at Access Twins, Mr. Brandon Warren. Before we get started, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league. Bet Online is where the game starts. Brandon. Good win for the Twins. That's four in a row. What's your takeaway right out of the shoot? It's just great, great team win, honestly. And hats off to Gio Urshela. Hats off to the bullpen. And, you know, a little bit of maneuvering here and there. But ultimately, you know, it, it didn't all work. I mean, Kyle Garlic pinch hitting there and, you know. But I, I, I liked the strategy. I liked Juwan Duran in the seventh inning against, if I'm not mistaken, two, three, four Verdugo, Bogarts, and Devers. So just a really great team win on a night where Dylan Bundy was okay, decent, um, not great though. Uh, bailed out by a bullpen that is starting to finally show how strong they can be after their acquisitions at the trade deadline. It probably feels like more, but how many of those games have they blown this year? It feels like that that game right there felt a little bit like that game in Anaheim against the Angels. They they owned more of that game, but then they they blew it, and tonight they cleaned it up. The bullpen, man, just super tough. No fewer than a half dozen games have they blown in just devastating fashion that looked an awful lot like this. And what makes those even more backbreaking, in my opinion – was how they took the lead in the first place, which was so exciting and just kind of, um, you know, defying all odds, sneaking one inside the fair, uh, the the line. And, um, you know, just then holding on for dear life after that against a Red Sox team that is certainly down, but at the same time can still really hit. Uh, they've got some relievers who can, can really chuck it in terms of uh, Schreiber especially. Yep. So really great. I mean, I hate the phrase gritty unless I'm talking about Justin Jefferson doing a touchdown dance, but this was a gritty twins win. I mean, how about that pitch from Schreiber that Gio hit to right field perfectly spotted slider. And he found a way with two strikes to uh, deposit it down the line. Well, and what have I been saying about Gio all season long when good things happen? The it guy Gio Urshela seems to be right in the middle of it more often than not. And this was no exception plays very solid defense at third base. I mean, I know the analytics don't love him as much as the eye test does, but just the kind of guy who can be the 20th, 21st, 22nd man on a really good roster. You know, a guy who plays pretty much every day, isn't going to wow you with his physical tools, but it's just, it's just a solid ball player. And you love to have guys like that on your team. And he seems to be a really great guy too. Bryce, I love this question. Duran versus Class A, who you take right now? Class A is like historically good. I'm not taking anything away from Duran. Um, I, I don't think I've seen once 
Classe give up a run. <laughs> yeah, those are just the games I've watched, but both are just incredible. Uh, coming into tonight, one and two, and win probability added. What would you say, Brandon? I mean, I think you have to take Classe just from a standpoint of he's been this good and has a track record that stretches beyond this season. So, I mean, it's him, but if it's him, it's by an eyelash. They're both just phenomenal. And there's a good chance that the division title or whoever wins the division crown is going to be leaning heavily on these one of these guys to close out games late in the season. So we're going to get to see a lot of them, whether it's head-to-head or just in high spots when the season's coming down, uh, down the stretch here. So uh, impossible gun-to-your-head kind of thing where I'd say class A, but not by much. Duran in the bullpen, it just feels like this group has so much upside. And you now have a a lockdown, looks like, left-handed reliever in Caleb Theobar with a really reliable group of right-handed relievers, too, and Fulmer Jacks and Duran and Lopez. It feels like the upside of the group, Brandon, is enough where if you were able to get into the tournament, they could make some noise with the back end of their bullpen. A guy like McGill's not going to embarrass you either. So it's funny how what felt like an Achilles heel of this team was, I mean, I don't want to say it was easily fixed, but it wasn't that difficult if we're being very honest. I mean, I I didn't really hate either of the trades. I didn't think Jorge Lopez would come for the, the prospect package he did. And Michael Fulmer, you know, didn't really cost all that much unless you're really a big Sawyer Gibson Long fan. But um, I, I see you there. I know you are, but. I'm just saying he's not that highly regarded. So just um, like, like I've said before too, though, it, it, you know, you kind of can restack your deck, you can restack your lawn chairs. And then all of a sudden you go from three guys, you're kind of mixing and matching who you trust, but can't pitch every single day to where you're at five or six, you know, depends on the day. And they didn't have to use too much in the way of relief help to close out the giant series. So they came into this one with a pretty blank slate and were able to piece it together in a way that made a lot of sense and worked. So um, you know, just, just a great job by this bullpen, and it's just amazing how far they've come in, let's see, 27 days. So not even four weeks, not even a month, and they've pretty much flipped the script, which is incredible. NHTSA has a very important word for us tonight. It's never okay to drive stoned. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high. Get a DUI. Again, if you feel different, you drive different, drive high, get a DUI. That's a word from NHTSA. Very, very important as always. Rest of the series, Brandon, looking ahead, we got Chris Archer, Cutter Crawford. Tuesday, Wednesday is Michael Waka, Joe Ryan. Twins have won four in a row. They'll go for a series win uh, Tuesday night. I think the the one that's going to be more compelling is going to be Ryan and Waka. But, you know, we've seen the Twins struggle to put up offensive numbers against guys who you look at their line or you look at their stuff or some combination of both and the twins only score a few runs now brian bayo you and i both talked about this before but what an incredible amount of potential that young man has and he just has not put it together and that's not a crime he's only five or six starts into his big league career he might be an absolute stud in the future so what we need to look at when it comes to guys like bayo and crawford is you know, what do their pitch mixes look like? How hard do they throw? How early are they in their career? Are they learning the ropes? But with that said, it would be really nice for you and me in about 24 hours here to be talking about the Twins looking for yet another sweep. 
and to see just how close they are to Cleveland at that point. Uh, I think that would be real nice. Yeah, game and a half back, and I think the pressure starting to transfer maybe a little bit on to Cleveland, looking in the rear view with the Twins. Uh, coming up quickly, when it felt like a couple of days ago, you and I were talking after the, the series with the Astros, uh, not feeling too good about the Twins' chances. Now it's one and a half, and uh, you know still feels like a lot of work needs to be done, but they're in a much better spot than they were uh, even a couple of days ago. For sure, you have to be encouraged with how they've played. I mean, four wins in a row at any point in the season is a good thing. And at this point, as the gaps are closing, as they're down to, what is it, 35, 36, 37, something like that, games left, every one of these is going to be huge. And so the crushing defeats that happen the rest of the way, and no doubt there will be at least a couple, are going to be the ones that keep Rocco Baldelli and the players up at night and keep people firing off angry and upset tweets. And the fact of the matter is, though, I'd much rather have people engaged and angry than apathetic and disengaged. So it's, uh, man, this season and doing the show has been so much fun because people are just fired up. And uh, for better or worse, it means that people are paying attention. Yeah, it's a good it's a good reminder. It's a, it's a very good reminder of what it was like last year, right? It just wasn't fun last year. So that was a good reminder. Also last year, Brandon, Griffin Jacks, he was such a bright storyline last year. Not if you looked at the line. Like I think he almost set a record for home runs allowed by a a Twins rookie starter, but they saw enough in him to give him a shot out of the bullpen and they were proved right. And Griffin Jacks proved himself this year. He's been uh, mostly awesome. He had a little bit of a tough stretch, but yeah, he's been fun to watch. He might be, excuse me, the most improved twin, don't you think? Yeah, got to be. If they, I don't know if they give away. I mean, Nick Gordon's probably in that conversation too. But if they give away an award like that, and I'm not sure if the local chapter, the BBWAA, does. I, I can't remember for sure. But Griffin Jacks probably wins that running away, and he's just been, he's been so so sturdy. I know the ERA is. I mean, what is it right now? It's like three point five, three five one. Yeah. That's not going to make anybody get too excited. It's not going to make anybody vote for him for Rolade's reliever of the year or anything like that. But that kind of stability is what they had envisioned for Tyler Duffy. Hopefully. I mean, he's doing basically what Tyler Duffy did three years ago, which is um, very, very valuable. And uh, just again, hats off to him and just to be in the big leagues after, uh, you know, all the air force stuff he had to go through just to get here. Just, just an incredible job. He's been so good. Yep, super fun to watch. Twins bullpen has looked uh, a lot better recently. That's a Twins winner. That's four in a row for the Twins. They'll go for a series clincher Tuesday night, hopefully a sweep a little bit later on. Brandon, thank you. Thanks, everybody, for your comments. As always, we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, Brandon.